everybody. My name is Tony Barnes. I'm a father, husband, realtor with Keller Williams Pinehurst, professional musician, ambassador for Military Foundation, Camp Resilient North Carolina, and corporate leader for Patriot Foundation. I've always been fascinated by people. Everyone I meet, I try to hear as much of their story in whatever brief moment in time we share. Even the most average-seeming human could have a captivating story. This show is about unlocking the stories of the people that I've been fortunate enough to meet and those whose names have positively influenced the communities they serve that maybe I haven't met yet, but can't wait to. This show is simply called More or Less with Tony Barnes. More is in Moore County, the beautiful southern North Carolina community that many of us call home. And because some of these stories need to be shared much more. Less as in less serious, lighthearted conversations with one-of-a-kind humans about how they do more. Wreck away. Wreck away. So uh, we're here this morning. Frank is here, but he doesn't have a microphone, unfortunately, because that was my bad. We're, uh, you know... The pilot needs to get you another. <laughs> the budget's real small here. <laughs> we got we got four listeners. Thank you all for being here today, or at some point. Um, but anyway, Frank Daniels, executive producer here of uh, More or Less with Tony Barnes at the Pilot Radio. We're here at Pilot uh, Newspaper in Southern Pines. We got Bones Fork, the band Bones Fork here today. Uh, I met these guys uh, when I was opening up for them at the Duskin and Stevens Foundation and at the Fair Barn in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Uh, it's the first time I've met y'all, surprisingly, but, man, fantastic band. They have original music. They play great covers. Um, they're doing a lot in the community and uh, big in the music scene here in Moore County and abroad. Uh, but we'll just go ahead and try to go around and introduce yourselves. I guess we'll start with Rob Dufresne. Uh, he is one of the co-founders of Bones Fork. And uh, if you just want to introduce yourself briefly, and then we'll kind of go around the table and give us a little uh, introduction there. So, Thanks, Tony. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was a great show. Uh by the way, real quick, I just got to plug uh, the DSF, Duskin and Stevens Foundation, who ran Beef and Beer, where we met, is, uh, man, what a great organization. We, we really enjoy going out there and doing that, uh, that event every single year. Absolutely. My name is Rob Dufresne. Um, in the band, I'm the lead singer, but I'm not the only singer. Um, spent a lot of years in, uh, in the Army. Uh, during that entire time, uh, I was always kind of into music, started playing drums when I was a kid, and uh, I just feel very grateful that I had the opportunity to continue playing music. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely, if you guys don't mind, we'll get into it. We'll get into your, uh, we'll introduce everybody here now, but then we'll get into maybe a little bit of the military stuff. And, and I know that, you know, whatever you guys feel like talking about, but also your personal um, lives and, and not too personal, of course, but you know, but whatever good, you feel man. like telling. But if you want to be personal, hey, we. I feel like what, what is that that thing I keep talking about the uh, the actor or that actor show that they always get the guys to cry on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've had some really serious uh, conversations. We had some really funny ones too. But uh, you know, if you cry, it's okay. All right, All right. <laughs> that's what we try to teach here. Uh, I'm gonna start right now. <laughs> yeah, he's crying already. Okay, that's that fantastic. stays here. That stays here. Yeah, All that's right. right. No, nobody's crying. You're crying. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so and uh, so we have, and I'm going to try to get the. This one's not too hard. John, right? John, yes. John Turzen. Right? John Turzen. All right, yes. awesome. Yeah, if you'll tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, I'm the guitar player for Bones Fork. Uh, retired from the military, uh, unbelievably, about 18 years ago. <laughs> awesome. Uh, learned to play guitar before the internet, so that'll give you an idea. Yeah, um, took dedication. Me too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I've been playing with. Uh, Bones Fork for uh, well, since 2015, yeah. and it's been a great experience. Uh, 
some personalities came and went, but uh, uh, Rob and I have been making music together for a while now. And uh, that's awesome. course, with Joe and Eddie, it's great. Yeah. So that's kind of how it works. I was with uh, the band McKenzie's Mill in Nashville for a while, and, and then I left after five years and came back here and kind of started my own thing. But you know, it's it, bands are hard to keep up. You know, like you, you yeah. usually have one yeah. or two guys that kind of stay with it, and, and a lot of people don't know when they hear their these famous bands out there many of them have gone through so many different musicians that are part of the band you know these luke bryan's probably had you know so many drummers and all these people people don't really know that they hear the name they're like oh the band's been together forever it's not like those old rock bands you know the rock bands used to i mean they had their fights but they at least would try to stay together for a while but you know it's hard to do a band is like a marriage and you know we all know how hard that is so yeah yeah gotta have a tryout yeah exactly <laughs> yeah right yeah, get used to it first um yeah so we'll go and move along just to a briefly introduction here and uh next we got joe right yes felice yes felice I said it right you know i didn't realize how challenging all of our names are until just now yeah it's part like, of it. they're all traditional candy. north carolina names <laughs> yeah that's right i, I wrote uh, it oh you guys are all no, yeah, that's no, nice. no okay, I don't I think there's, any, there's nobody here. Nobody here's from North Carolina. Right? No, no, no. We yeah. just ended up here because it's nice. Yeah, that, absolutely, isn't it? It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it is. Man. Yeah. The only reason I got any of these names right, like I said, was because Rob Dufresne <laughs> was uh, kind enough to send me the actual pronunciation. So it says, you know, do, D-O-O. Frain. So instead of Dufresne, which that was probably going to wreck pretty bad there. But anyway, uh, sidebar, Joe uh, Fulice is here. Yes. All right. And um, the bass player... So do some singing as well. Awesome. Right. And I guess we're some of the personalities. I'm one of the personalities that came later that he was talking about just a minute ago. I like it. I can already tell you're a personality. Personality. <laughs> he, had, he was trying to put the, the headphones on. It was like the Star Trek, uh, the Reading Rainbow guy, you know, the visor thing. That was oh, we Jordy. got a picture of that. Oh, yeah. Jordy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jordy. Jordy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen, you know, in the pictures, you know, the Leonard – F and Skinner, I love that shirt. Oh yeah, seriously, yeah. that's um, you spoke important. to my heart. That's right. important. <laughs> we love that one. Yeah. That gets us lots of tips. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm serious. I am that guy. Like my cousin and I, when we started, when I was 14, playing music in his garage. Man, I was. I mean, Skinner. We had the Freebird documentary on all the time. Just, I mean, Skinner was my thing, man. And I still, my mom's favorite song is Freebird, and and I'm one of the few people will play it solo acoustic nice <laughs> thank god for technology you know because <laughs> nice, I, I can play man. with myself we all learn by playing oh, with ourselves absolutely. yeah exactly you have to that. start somewhere right <laughs> that's right then then you master it yeah. and the next thing you know <laughs> this is a family <laughs> show <laughs> well there's nothing wrong with that kids sorry uh, mom sorry mom that's what you gotta do i'm a teacher by the way during the day. this is my 29th year teaching uh I teach art. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Harnett County, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, well, very cool. Uh, thanks, John. That's awesome. Yep. Skinner's my, my jam, too. Uh, very cool. So we also have, uh, on drums, we have Eddie Sitzler, right? That's correct. Not Sizzler. I almost said Sizzler. No, Talk about some... No, not like the steakhouse. There used to be a Sizzler. <laughs> or was it Western? Yeah. There used to be a Sizzler here. He does sizzle on the then? drums, though. I mean, he no. makes he does cook them. Oh, yeah? yeah? This was in the 90s, I think. Do you remember that? Are you too young? Uh, 80s. You were, I remember the oh. Sizzler. I didn't even realize it was gone. I, I'm so old. Uh, oh, it seems like Western Sizzler. Western yeah. Sizzler. Western Sizzler. It was my first job. Delish. Really? Yeah, I hate that You worked at Sizzler? Western Sizzler. Oh. Oh, Sizzling. Yeah, that's right. Is, is there a Sizzler? Yes, there's there one Sizzler. called the Sizzler, and I think it was like 
that same brand. I think I worked there too. That like uh, tried to update itself. Oh, okay. Like a, like a Carl's Jr. situation. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I think you always, so. It's always weird. Why is there a Hardee's and a Carl's Jr.? What, what's what's the deal? Because somewhere in America, Hardee's doesn't sound right. Yeah. True. Call yeah. it Carl's Jr. Uh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, right. Yeah, like somebody at home. Who's Carl? And why is, is he a junior? I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. But uh, the Western Sizzling was over here next to the uh, it's the China Buffet, or used to be. And now it's kind of run down. I don't think there's anything there, but it's on the corner. It's almost where you get US 1 on 15501. That's, that's right. I know. Somebody, somebody's is? business just oh, got wow. nailed on, on okay. <laughs> somebody, somebody's <laughs> private family business just got just destroyed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The pilot. They pulled out. Us. They pulled out of that building long ago. I went to hell they with They probably John have Quirk. a big pad on the back of the paper. <laughs> they pulled out. Man, this is not a family show anymore. Okay, all right, well, that's cool. Hey, Let's get back in the family mode now. Maybe we won't play this one on the the radio, but we can stream it all day long. Though, hey, this we might get a lot of fans from this, so that's great. You know, I like it. Anyway, sorry, mom. Uh, and so, yeah, sorry, I, sorry, I didn't even let you talk, Eddie. I'm sorry, man. So we hey. went off on a sizzler. This is a wonderful last name, you know. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. I like it. It's the easiest one of the four to <laughs> to, to, to say. Well, maybe. I don't know. We talked about it more than anybody else's. <laughs> but yeah, so you joined the band uh, and you're the, you play drums for them, correct? Uh, yeah, just recently. Uh, okay. You know, awesome. The first show is uh, at the 70th anniversary. That's right. The the 70th anniversary of the Army Special Forces. Right. Oh, wow. Yep, out there on Doc Bennett Road on the uh, south side of the Fayetteville Airport. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. this year. First gig with these guys. That's, that's a big gig for the first one, man. That's awesome. Any of the gigs are big. You know, they, their music is uh, not that easy to you know remember. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yeah, and all their tunes uh, have their own you know sound. That's you know, awesome. Then one song sounds like this, another song sounds like. I mean, it's all Bones Fork, but mm-hmm. you know, me as a brand new guy, I hear the music and I'm trying to say, okay, well, that sounds a little bit like Tom Petty, and this would sound a little bit like this, and this would sound. So I can get thinking of when we start the song. Okay, how's this song go again? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of parts. There's a lot of stuff going on. These are not very simple tunes that to, to reproduce. Yeah. We make it up as we go, too. Yeah, so that's awesome. probably yeah, gotta... Which is kind of helpful for me. <laughs> yeah, hey, there you go. There's always an improv, imp, improvisational uh, aspect to it. I mean, that's what I've been doing most of my guitar life, you know. It's always fun to kind of make it your own, be creative with uh, even the recordings that you do, like the original stuff that we write. I mean, we never played... Well, there was one song we played the same thing every time, but, you know, other than that, it's kind of like, you know, the rendition of it each changes every time you play, yeah. for me anyway. I mean, I know some of the time... You're, you're straight on it, but uh, but that's a good segue. Um, this, that was the introduction of Bones Fork, guys. Um, but uh, Rob and uh, John, if you'll tell us a little bit about maybe the 70th anniversary, that's had that had to be a big a big a, a event for you guys. I mean, I imagine that's an honor to be playing there. Yeah, uh, a huge honor. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was sponsored by the Special Forces Association. Um, so kind of a. Um, a fraternal organization of uh, current and and former, many of them retired Green Berets who just come together, and, and from uh, everywhere. Yeah, from all over the place. all over the United States. Wow. That's right. It was pretty incredible. About how many people you think were there? Gosh, I don't know. Uh, a few couple, hundred. Yeah, I was going to say a couple hundred. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was a hot day. 
We yeah. made it through it. We yeah, we had good. Eddie on board. Uh, you nailed it, I think. But uh, I think we had one rehearsal with Eddie before that show. <laughs> yeah, one you rehearsal. Great, I was freaking out, man. I'm like, really? Yeah. Can't we get two? At least two. Oh, man. No, one's enough. (laughs) Fortunately, we play everything exactly as it is on the album. So you can just listen to the album and learn it note for note, and you're just fine. Yeah. Yeah, Just fine. Don't want to over rehearse. Yeah. 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 Who does that? I mean, honestly. You peak too early, man. You don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I remember, uh, you know, back in my Nashville days, we had. There was one time we one of our drummers like he got real sick and couldn't go and we had this run like week long run in the East Coast to do and uh, Andy Hole was his name he was the the drummer for uh, Lee Greenwood so he would sing you know oh, wow. like Lee would sing you know God Bless America or what uh, is that did I say that right <laughs> yeah it is God Bless God Bless God the USA USA thank you yeah yeah I'm thank yeah anyway that sucked but uh, we can edit that out uh, God Bless the USA <laughs> that you is said bless. Lee Greenwood but anyway uh, Andy Hole man this guy he just he literally like the day before we're like please we had a connection with him and and, and we're like please please go on tour. and he's like 20 years older than all of us and we're in our early 20s and so he, i'm sure he didn't have much fun especially the debauchery that went on after the show uh, the hotel room <laughs> but uh, he was trying to sleep and we were not but anyway sorry mom uh, but uh he, he man this guy i've never seen anybody like it he would write he knew he could write music theory the drums so he literally listened to our album and he was writing like what oh looked like like alien stuff to me. I'm right. like, you're, no way, you're kidding. Yeah, I can read that and drum language. And I'm like, you kidding me? No way. So he had it right here, playing these shows, just looking at flipping the page. I, like, I did wow. the same thing when I when I Dude. first got his album. I would write down the intros, you know, quarter notes or sixteenth notes. Huh. I mean, I took fifteen years of lessons. Really, so, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. See, I can, to me, it's I was one of those like tablature, like chords, you know. I was hands-on type thing, listening, and, and I could hear when I was in key. But for uh, when I tried to took like a basic music theory class, and I was like, "Oh God, this is not for me." So yeah, can't I do mean, it. But. That was my experience with music theory. Yeah, yeah. I went through about forty books. So, oh um, wow, yeah, that's fantastic. I, I actually uh, was just, uh, had lessons with Joe Morello from Dave Brubeck, Take Five. Okay, wow, um, that's awesome. He's a classic cat. So yeah. I was I'm originally from New Jersey. Hey, you're standing on my ear. So I go up and I go up in the. <laughs> I'd go up in the uh, East Orange. Joe, you're a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> well, quit, you know. How much room do you need? Apparently, more than it's you. Just this cable. <laughs> okay, guys, we don't want you to break up before you leave the podcast. All right? It's too late, Tony. We're too done. Late. You're fired. Oh, we're done here. That's what we're having this <laughs> meeting about. No fighting. No fighting. See, <laughs> this is how easy it is to the listener for a band to break up. <laughs> we were just trying to demonstrate that as a possibility. Yeah, no, please don't break up. No, I'm just getting, I'm just getting to hear a lot of your music and getting to know you guys. This is Thanks awesome. So Thank much, you for Brad. coming in, man. This is fantastic. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. This is a paperweight. I'm glad you guys have you a go. sense of humor. Look I can tell that. Smart. that I met you, so uh, I feel like this has been fun so far. So, you know, I don't I'm think there's been. Blast. Yeah, you're having a blast. You know, you want to say that here? Say that. This is wonderful. <laughs> I'm having this a blast. You can so tell. Fun. <laughs> you sound ecstatic, Frank. Really. <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad. You don't have a mic, man. That's amazing. That's right. Well, well. uh, Hey, the pilot, can you please add one more mic for? We're a band. We could have brought some microphones. Man, we totally could have. Seriously, cords and everything. I meant to ask, actually. I'm failing. I'm failing. It's my fault. I 
I for some reason thought three. Don't beat yourself up. I'm, I will. I'm, cry. <laughs> You're, I'm not crying. You are. What's that? You're hard on yourself. We can't hear you, Frank. Can you talk in the mic? I said you're hard on yourself, Tony. I am sometimes. You know, that's part of life. <laughs> Where were we? This got sad all of a sudden. It's okay. I love you. I thought there was going to be no crying. <laughs> I was trying to make you No, guys no, no. I, I thought <laughs> they clearly said all crying. <laughs> but you guys didn't know. All crying all the time. It's not on camera. We fork. could do that fake thing where you rub under your eye and act like you're crying like those you know, <laughs> people exactly. in court do. You know? <laughs> That's right. So sorry he's dead. So, this uh, hurts. <laughs> yeah, we were just getting ready to fire Eddie. <laughs> That's where we were. We just uh, we expedited that process. We're stepping all that. over Joe's cable, and the cord the cord thing is the final straw. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, they it's been coming any, for some time. It has been coming for a while. Behind a drummer. Don't Since it was last week. Yeah. I mean, he is playing the music really well, but you know. That's not well. We all know. It. We all know drummers are dime a dozen right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's usually what I say about the bass player. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of bass players out there. No, I remember we always used to pick on the bass player. You know, no, I mean, you know, it was all in fun games. You know, but yeah, it's always the bass player's fault. It is usually, but no yeah. one is the drummer's fault. But, people, yeah. people say that. I'm new. I'll take the blame. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, sorry about that. Uh, we went off on another tangent. Uh, but anyway, uh, let, hey, let's talk about how you to Robert and uh, John, you, you formed a band. When, when did you form a band? I think we touched on it a little bit and kind of what gave you the inspiration. How did you guys meet, I guess, first? Maybe that's a good way to start it. Uh, yeah, that was uh, about 2015. Yeah, yeah. 2015. Yeah, okay. We had, we had a, a group of guys, most of them from SF, and we uh, – we, we did some jamming on the weekends, uh, got together, and things started to started to mesh. When I first met Rob, I, I was already uh, playing with these other guys, and uh, Rob showed up, and he had the pipes for the kind of music we were doing. So instead of uh, keeping him on a drum kit, we wanted to put him out front. And he's a great songwriter as well. Was, That's awesome. And we have a pretty good technique that we developed over the years. And I, you know, I'll come up with melodies. And they'll be half formed and kind of tentative, and then we'll play them a few times through, and Rob will listen to them and decide what what mood it's in, and what key it's in, and he'll uh, he'll put some lyrics to it, and, and it's worked out pretty good. We, we don't do them all that way, but that's that's awesome, pretty effective for us. And so the vocal melodies is what you you're you're kind of you hone in on a lot, um, or the guitar melodies? I, or Mostly the guitar melodies. Okay. And, and it might just be a riff. It might just be a few chords that we play in, in succession. And, and if, it's, if it sparks, we, you know, we, we roll with it. If it doesn't, then move on to something else. But that's, a lot of our originals were, were done that way, and it's uh, pretty effective. And I think that's why we, uh, we, we gel so good as a, as a band with the, the music and the lyrics. Man, uh, for sure. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, over half of that, uh, our second album was written like that. Yeah. Many of them just, uh, yeah, John playing, you know, a guitar progression or a lick here and there. And uh, it's like, hey, stick with that. Do that some more. Do that for about eight more bars. No, 16 <laughs> more bars. And, uh, you know, feverishly writing over there on the laptop. And we'll get uh, get some words in there as the base of a song. It kind of picks up a theme based on some of those words. They don't always stick, but many of them actually, like we wrote on the fly, 
and they stayed almost the, exactly the same um, when we went to record. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can uh, with my old band, McKenzie's Mill. That's I was the guitar player. I was the guy that could come up with the you know the guitar melodies and the riffs, and it was the same thing. The, the, the two brothers, Justin and Ryan Harris, they would. We all moved to Nashville in 2005, and they would in our 20, early 20s and uh i was really good at the riffs and really good at coming up with those guitar hooks you know and, and i could come up with good one-liners too you know like really clever one-liners but i could not write a full story or a full song and i was not very good at vocal melodies and so we were a perfect team like that you know they were they were really nice. good at vocal lyrics and and vocal melodies and storytelling you know so we were you know a, a pretty good team like that so that's 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 awesome it reminds me of that so um yeah most people that don't write music don't know kind of how it happens but and it can happen in a whole bunch of different you know, organic ways but that's sure that's my experience too was that that way so you know it takes a team usually i've i've only written once i don't think i've ever written one song completely by myself but i always envy people that can do that have you guys ever done anything like that or you you all just yeah. sit down and write a song and it's like you do it all yourself like i can't do that yeah. a couple we've, we've done a couple but um they said the tech the technique we have of uh the music you know, I'll have the the tune in my head, and then put it out on the guitar, and then let. I mean, Rob's done songs like on the spot. He's written songs on the spot based on this 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 riff we're jamming to. Wow! And so a lot of them came to be that way. I've always envied that because I I just can't do it. I can't. Do it. I can write music. I've written musical songs, instrumentals, all the way through myself, and recorded some of them. Actually, the the intro to this uh, podcast is one that I did nice. in Nashville um, that I'm really proud of. But it, I, I've always been good at that. But I, as far as lyrics, vocal melodies, and like a whole song, and you know, I've just never been able to do it by myself. But that's fantastic. John has brought uh, quite a few songs, though. I mean, songs off the first album, songs off the second album that. I mean, they were they were mostly done, like wow. music, lyrics. Joe's got a gigantic catalog of songs that he's written by himself uh, with other bands. So as we kind of, you know, uh, I'm fast forwarding in our uh, discussion here. But, you know, uh, when we sit down to, to do the, the third album, I think uh, everybody's pretty, pretty excited not just that but eddie you know brings a, a totally different drum flavor so the creative juices are already flowing and i look forward to uh whenever we get into recording season so that's awesome yeah well, well joe that i mean you being so you're an art teacher right yes so uh and you've been doing that for a long time right? yes okay mm-hmm. so i mean i imagine um you know my my art teacher uh, kimberly stout at west end elementary the warriors uh, she was a big a big uh, inspiration in my life as far as me being creative when i was young uh, imagine that kind of i mean I, I, it doesn't surprise me that you're an art teacher and you can you have a rolodex of songs that you've written your whole life i mean that's fantastic do you find that that helps you with your creative process sure and and uh i, I started out in music anyway so i Learned to play bass in the orchestra, oh, okay, and trombone in the band, and I was in the choir. Was so when I was in college, I had to decide between being a music and an art major. Oh, okay. And uh, and you went with art, I presume. Yeah, I went with art because uh, where I was, music didn't seem like the much opportunity as art. So mm-hmm. I was wrong, but it still it was it's been fun i like teaching art too so. that's awesome and and you were uh what what you were in, from kentucky originally or yes okay and you went to college where i went to this is good i uh, went to moorhead state oh, okay uh-huh yeah so 
you know, you know how we picked it. And uh, but it is, it's a real interesting uh, liberal arts college in the mountains. Okay. So uh, the music and uh, art and uh, radio, television program production and stuff. That's awesome. They, they, it was a pretty and a pretty uh, well developed. That's good. Yeah, I went to Appalachian State, and that was the same way. I don't know why I was so I, not very smart because I was like, oh yeah, I don't know how to do a whole lot of music theory, but I'll just try to be a music major. <laughs> like, it's one of those few things that you know you have to already have so much knowledge just to even try to be a music major before you even get to college. But most other things, it's like basic. You start there. You start when you're a freshman, you know. But with music, it's like, oh yeah, I showed up to the music thing. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't belong here. <laughs> I was like, I can play guitar all day long. <laughs> yeah, you had to I don't sight know what read. that stuff is, you know, like I can't do it. So that's fantastic. We had to sight read uh, to try out for the department and stuff, wow. and and I could do that back then. It's sort of like a foreign language. Once you don't do it for a while, you lose it. Yeah. And I haven't had to read real music for decades now. Wow! But but to just you know make make notes. Yeah, uh, I can't. Um, that's one thing I, I wish I would have take, taken more and uh, gotten into it more, but I guess I never really needed it, you know. But uh, but I, I kind of went into art too, kind of a little bit. I didn't major in it, but I, I, I never graduated college, but I had a lot of minors, you know, like, like would have been minors. You know, I went from music, which was dumb, to because uh, I didn't know how to read music, but I could play uh, to art a little bit and social, sociology and communications and journalism, stuff like that. So I learned a lot about or a little bit about a lot, you know. So that's probably, probably a better education. Than focusing on the one thing. Anyway. I love that approach. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's helped me in my life. You know, to be able to with people and relationships, and that's a lot about um, what you know, forming a band and being a band. And also, a lot of people don't realize in bands, you know, it's a business too, somewhat. I mean, you want to make. I mean, most people want to make a little bit of money, and um, you know, there, there there usually has to be somebody that's a little bit knowledgeable about the business side, and then you know, writing the music and being creative and coming up with content. And what cover songs you're going to do, and trying to figure out what the public wants to hear, and what you want to do—that you know—that balance of kind of heart and what everybody else wants to hear when they're drunk at you know 2 a.m. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's, it's, I think it's—I uh, think you guys have shown that you've, um, from what I can see, you're very good at all a lot of that. And you have to wear several hats, uh, and probably similar True. to the military. Correct? Is that something you have to be? You know, totally on a swivel kind of right. So yeah, I think that's I think that's very true. Um, and I think that's, you know, at least from from my perspective, that served me well, just kind of having to have a broad understanding, uh, working knowledge of a lot of different things. Um, but the creativity kind of being, playing a central role. Like, John is our business guy for sure. Uh, John is, you know, after he retired, John's, man, started a business from out of thin air man with an idea and hard work and that's awesome yeah really really awesome yeah. can we it's okay to talk about the business or you want to plug it a little bit or is it yeah. kind of yeah I, I i'm not there now oh, okay yeah uh, but we started it uh back in 2007 okay when i first retired right. it, was, it was a training company okay kind of translated what we did in the military over to the civilian side gotcha uh, that's good I did pretty good with it Awesome. But it's just a, it's another case in point that uh, there's a lot of things going on besides music. Mm-hmm. So when we could do music and we could get to it, it was it was kind of fresh. It was kind of uh, you wanted to get into it. Mm-hmm. That's good. So we didn't really 
work in that profession our whole lives but it was something we really wanted to do and yeah. military can be kind of time consuming <laughs> yeah right any business same way it's very time consuming and you, know, you gotta you gotta make time to to do other things yeah absolutely um well this is a good segue too i mean i've read the story but if you guys will talk about the name bones fork because uh, you both were green berets correct that's right um and this kind of has a little tie to that right or at least to special forces it does of? it does we were just talking about this over breakfast um so bones fork is a creek it's a really swampy uh horrendous area not very far from where we sit currently mm. and uh you know, it's it's part of the training area for uh, where special forces and and now other uh, special operations forces train um, near here. And the land navigation course kind of takes you uh, through Bones Fork uh, at every opportunity. Mm. So they plan to you know kind of get you stuck in Bones Fork, and I think John and I both were stuck in Bones several Fork. times. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Ed, Eddie's Eddie's son is also uh, he's brand new Green Beret. We were just talking about it. Congratulations! It it uh, piqued my interest. If, if he wasn't Eddie's son, wasn't sure where the name came from. So I'm not sure if they're still uh, calling it the same thing or routing them through that same well, area. He's talked about going through some pretty nasty areas. Yeah. So I'm sure he. <laughs> I'm sure has. he's been through it. I don't know if like. Obviously, you guys are a little bit older than my boy. I mean, so, a little bit, not that uh, much, Eddie. Come on, come on, man. It's probably a subdivision I, now. Be my son, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's a pool. It's, it's, it's a lazy river. It's a, it's a subdivision. <laughs> Houses are five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, probably true. But you just never know. You know what they may they may not even relate to it. It's not. It's just a badass area. Yeah. Wow. So everybody, uh, what we used to say, and I, I think this was definitely true. Uh, not that long ago, uh, if you're a Green Beret or you went through selection, you had a story about Bones Fork, and none of them end well. So we just thought, like, it's, you know, kind of a uh, our bona fides to the community. Um, many of the songs that we write uh, are about our experiences during that period of our lives. And so, you know, when people hear the name, uh, if they're a Green Beret, they're like, man, that's a great band name. We're like, yeah, we feel the same way. But we wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit and uh, uh, give people pleasant memories when they hear the the name Bones Fork. So. Well, that's great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And did you have a story at all that you remember that you can tell? <laughs> uh, just to tie into what Rob was saying, I, most of the stories don't end well. But yeah. I was just telling these guys, I have one story about Bones Fork that ends well. And it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I came across right. Bones Fork Creek. and It was in there in the darkness somewhere, and I just got lucky, and I found this animal trail. And I zipped right across there. It took me about 15 minutes, which is unheard of. With wow, bones for that is about 15 minutes i was through and yeah, i wow. thought i must have done something wrong that was too easy because i'd been lost in there for the last like week and a half <laughs> we were <laughs> oh, getting ready right, we were that's training right. for the big event and, oh my gosh yeah yeah so that kind of ended well wow that ended yeah. great yeah. <laughs> yeah. i did not have that experience <laughs> you were deep deep in the creek mud. He, walked, he, walked, <laughs> he walked the park trail 
you were supposed to navigate through something dangerous, you know. <laughs> he's right. like, it went over there. It's like marked with like a little red thing. <laughs> you know? Turn Take right. Me Turn right. For <laughs> Has a little wooden <laughs> sign right. with like, you know, 7.2 miles on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's fantastic. What, what, do you know what kind of animal it was? Are you, can you read? Uh, read can no interpret those or no it, well, it, it wasn't was, a bear I it guess, was just right? an area that i could walk through somewhat unimpeded so i oh. knew that was you know, something that been through there oh. it, might, it might have been sf students that made it i don't know but <laughs> yeah you never know they're crafty oh, bunch I, yeah <laughs> they're a crafty bunch. there were sticks pointing like, <laughs> like, <laughs> arrow, like that's this right way. oh legend has it there are <laughs> sf students still in that draw somewhere this time. oh no probably are <laughs> yeah it's, it's amazing yeah i can't imagine i am not that awesome i'll say at all i am I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of being in the woods at night i'm just kidding no sorry i'm not kidding i really am uh, but anyway uh, <laughs> but anyway I, this is a, a completely not scary story at all and i can't believe i'm about to compare it. i'm not comparing it to bones fork at all but my experience was during the day it was hot in the summer this past summer i'm a real estate agent and i was showing land to a retired major and he was wearing shorts and literally flip-flops. And, you know, I'd walked the land a little bit. It's in Carthage. And uh, we went around. And I knew most of the land except the very end where it's easy to get lost. Well, we got lost because I led the major into the abyss. And uh, so he was like, we're looking. We got our GPS, but we have hardly any service. But he can see, okay, there's the road we came in on. So he's like, all right. He's in shorts and flip-flops. And there's, like, brush. Like, it's the one area on the whole land that's, like, halfway, you know, five feet high or four feet high and it's just completely thick he's like we got to go that way and he just points to it he's walking in shorts and flip-flops just right through the mess and his wife's there too and she's she's a strong independent woman too you know obviously um uh, married to a retired major her whole her whole life pretty much since she was young and uh and she was just right there along with it and i was like man i can't believe you're in shorts and flip-flops doing this right now i was like afraid to step on something or of course we all got chiggers after that that was fantastic oh, but anyway nice. uh, yeah that's my horror story and it's not i'm so I, i'm so embarrassed they even brought that up to when you guys are talking about bones fork <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good sailing point either <laughs> don't hey, walk land the, with me here's the chigger acreage that's yeah. right that's yeah. Well, for North Carolina, I bet I bet there was probably some out there. I don't know. Maybe they don't like the swamp too much, or maybe they do. I don't know. But no, they're there. You'll, they're you'll, there. You don't yeah. see them, but you'll you'll know later. Oh you'll man, they're the later. worst. <laughs> oh yeah, they like the most intimate spots too. <laughs> Your body. They like, they like the swampy area. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's, right. that's exactly right. They love the swampy areas. That's don't right. They, that's Frank, right. That was funny. Man, you need a microphone. Are you here? That I'm was here. witty. Frank's here. All right, Frank's here. That was funny. Um, anyway, I can't believe I just embarrassed myself like that. Uh, but anyway, I'm scared of the dark most times. Um. <laughs> See, more crying. We're back to crying again. But it's me. I'm the one crying the whole time. It's okay as long as somebody's crying. <laughs> That's right. I made myself cry this time. Anyway, um, where were we? Uh, I forgot. We can edit this part out. That's that's bones, uh, bones fork, fork. Yeah. That's yeah. Bones story fork. behind bones fork yes yeah. that's bones fork that's fantastic um how about we get into a song right what which song would you like to uh talk about first that you might want to play for us here today that we will how about that we will get everything yeah yeah okay is that one that you can send to, to us and we can play? Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, I uh, I think I sent it to you. Okay, yeah. you did send I, that one. Okay. I, I downloaded. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I sent it to him, but I, 
We'll get it. We'll play it. This is live, right? Good <laughs> this deal. This is not live. This will be three weeks all, from now, but this is totally you won't live. know it. You will not all know available it. on Apple and Spotify. And That's true. Awesome. YouTube. Yep. Yeah, so how did this song uh, come about? Yeah, YouTube. That's where I get it. Me too. Okay. On my big TV screen. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Forget Everything. Forget Everything was uh, it, it, there's one where the, the chorus kind of came about first. Mm-hmm. And then the music, and then the words, and it's it, it's kind of a fun song uh, with undertones of not so much fun. But <laughs> I, I think uh, it's 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 a cheerful music. It's cheerful music, but mm-hmm. the, the lyrics are kind of they've dark developed. I don't know about dark. Dark. I mean, they're dark, dude. It's pretty well, dark. It depends on yeah. the pers- yeah. It's I dark. I think it's dark. Though, right? I know. I think it everybody is. can connect to the song. Because I think they can that's too. Right. Yeah. I don't know how many times everybody's woken up the next morning and pretty much uttered those words. Yeah. Yeah. Want to chew their arm off? <laughs> chew my arm <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, to me. This is definitely one of those life experience songs. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, very broadly applicable. I think that's really interesting that, and I'll let you, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like the fact that the music is is cheerful and and you know, gets you into it and brings you that vibe, but then also the undertones are dark and, and real life, you know. And I think from I, I have no experience like I'm sure that you both have had, uh, and thank you both for your service seriously. But I can no, imagine that some days you probably have to. I mean, we all have to wake up sometimes and just we got to forget we got to forget all that, you know. Like, but I can imagine it's whatever it may be, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, everybody's been there. That's uh, with a lot of our songs are like that. I mean, everybody's yeah. been to that point where mm-hmm. just forget everything, please, yeah. please forget everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Joe brought that up first. Uh, I didn't even really think about it. That the song is cheerful, but the lyrics. But it, it's still that's it's what's still good about it. It, still it, meshes, it. It's right? it's it's a little bit like you you picture the Brady Bunch. <laughs> or something with the music, but then the the message isn't that at all. So yeah, it's but it's it's kind of sixties pop. I th- think you know in a lot of ways you know yeah harmonies and everything. Yeah, Partridge Family. Hey, are we gonna do oh, uh, yeah. Brady Partridge Bunch covers? Family. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and if they had a good band, family. <laughs> oh, ouch! Shots fired. I just shots to... fired at the Partridge Family crowd. <laughs> I just wanted to Sorry, jump folks. in and point out sixties pop. I think that fits very well because a lot of 60s music has a lot of social um, undercurrents and a lot of, uh, you know, relating to hardship. And so, and I think some of the best songs even since then, or some of the most popular songs, have catchy music but are about serious things, you know, that so true that can, re- you know, to your point, that many people can relate to. Yeah. I do. I, so it, it may not be something that like uh, I was conscious about, but you know, Joe brought this up uh, a while back. You know, when we were just kind of talking about. I think during the review, uh, as we were kind of going through the, the different uh, the bevy of songs that we were or were not going to record, and um, there's something pleasing about that. I mean, the music in this uh, song is. You know, it's got uh, kind of a plucky campfire feel, but I mean, the dissonance is baked in because when you actually listen to the lyrics, it's like, man, 
<laughs> this is a lot heavier than the music would indicate. Yeah, but it's I also humorous. That. There's, a, I mean, there's a if if you like dark humor, yeah, yeah, which we do, <laughs> which we do, of course we do, which yeah, or you're out if of the band. Like, who do like sinful? <laughs> if you like sinful <laughs> humor, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's necessary. I mean, you have to you have to sort of just laugh at how light hard life gets. Sometimes, I mean, after you get through it, or you know, you have to. And I, I love that whole. Uh, imagery of you know this happy music but there's some you know there's some humor but also some real stuff in there and that life is real you know i mean for everybody and that's right it's man. not always easy and we've talked about uh, we've had some very serious conversations on this show and, and some of them are very funny and happy and we try to bring humor when we can because what's life without a little bit of laughter you know that's right but there are some serious things that need to be talked about and that's why we did this show i mean we want to talk about it all you know have some funny you know uh, laughter and also t- we had uh, um, Camp Resilient on, which I'm, I'm on the board of directors for them, and they are fantastic. The Bones Fork just did a concert for them, by the way, at the Neon Roosters. So, That's right. Uh, thank you very much for for supporting them. Uh, and yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're very much about um, you know uh, resilient cr- creating res- more resilient soldiers and their families and getting them out out into nature and and just being a support group for them to be able to do things and kind of breathe a little bit you know it's great uh, important work they're it's doing a great cause yeah. yeah yep so thank you very much for that um, uh, it was an I'm, honor it's an honor of my life I'm a civilian my parents were uh, four years in Air Force but um, you know we weren't mi- a military family per se you know after when I was born um, but just growing up in this area we talked about it a lot. And I didn't really know the meaning of Fort Bragg and all this when I was growing up as much. But when I came back and I became older and more mature, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, wow, this this community. Fort Bragg is literally just so huge and global Man, you know, yeah. affairs, and especially in America. I mean, thank God for every one of you that, that decides to serve. So thank you very oh, much. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, Camp Resilient is a, a – a, I mean, it's it's all about trying to make sure that we, we're talking, we're, we're supporting each other, we're getting uh, – letting – and I have no reason to understand a lot of that what you guys are going through, but we I just I'm so honored to be a part of something as a civilian to try to support the military because I grew up here. So uh, well, thank we you for appreciate that. Uh, thank you. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, honestly, like I, you know, um, this community is so special. Not only is the area nice, uh, you know, and for us, especially in within the context of being a, a member of a band. The music community here, very mutually supportive, just awesome, and super talented. There are so many talented musicians here. But uh, to your point, the support, um, I mean, it's just critical. Honestly, I don't know what we would do. There certainly aren't, you know, uh, military uh, things out there, at least none that I know of, that that get creative with, um, you know, post-traumatic wellness uh uh helping people uh get through trauma and things like that is uh you know um camp resilience um and so many others out there there are too many to name right now but mm-hmm. you know we love that and we're very thankful for it well thank you I, uh, uh, so Britt harris um, have you heard of Britt? um she was a gold star spouse her husband yes. uh chris harris uh passed away we she was she's vice president uh, of camp resilient and she we had her on as well as president lila owens and uh the retired major who's co-founder uh jason Houck, who also helped us create the name for the show more or less so give him a little plug there but that's great that was our very first show um that we did uh a month or two ago and Britt talked about that she said you know the army you know they try to you know they give you a therapist they give you these people they say hey you need to do this and sign this paperwork and they try to help you in that way but it was uh her uh and i can't remember the uh 
the institution or the organization that, that really helped her. But if you'd like to hear that, it's a, a Camp Resilient episode of this of more or less. But um, she just described all that. She was like she had to kind of get creative and find a creative outlet that wasn't government. You know what I mean? Right. The government's right. very straightforward and oh and sometimes sadly doesn't you know really provide what they say they will or do what they say they'll do and um you know so i think that was that's a very good point you know so i think you have to have some creative outlet there and maybe yeah. not so government or stringent type of organization you know so 100 percent, man yeah so she and that was man talk about she is such a strong woman she um literally climbed mount kilimanjaro uh in 2019 right before the pandemic with other gold star spouses oh my god and i mean wow. just as like a like a she that was her moment of she said that where she's she's gonna live you know she's gonna live even though she's gone through so much tragedy yeah. um she had found out that her husband had uh passed away like uh was, first she found out she was pregnant after he left um mm. and literally within a couple of weeks i believe he he was kia it was um two weeks like almost on the nose yeah two oh weeks God. and she found out that he was kia she did get to tell him you know once that hey you know we're pregnant you know and that after that so obviously just a i mean something that is sad but that needs to be talked about and her story was just man all of our jaws were on the floor yeah. she is so courageous to talk about it and i mean you should hear her tell the story i mean it is just amazing and i think people need to hear that you know people that go through hard times i mean that's why we want to have some seriousness on the show and talk about it you know because uh totally suicide agree. is a serious issue right now in the it military sure so yeah and everywhere else i mean people on the pen if you're not military the pandemic just i mean being stuck in the house and not having losing your job or whatever and get you know addicted to drugs or whatever it is i mean it's a real thing so what's it? For that? oh yeah sorry yeah like, what well that's irony isn't it i don't Eddie know that's i mean it sounded like you put it in effect yeah. that he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Now now that I've turned the show, we need a yeah. fart noise. Can you uh, do a fart noise? You need to get on that. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. Wait, were you no. playing the music? Yes, that's that's what we were doing. Yes, <laughs> we were about to play the music. Yes, so we had totally talked about. Sorry, I went oh, off I on the side. We were playing the music. No, yeah. there's a siren. Yeah, there's a siren. Oh, okay. Eddie has a few issues with the uh, yeah. auditory the hearing, you know, auditory nerves. <laughs> He's a musician right. who can't hear. Yeah. I've been playing the drums for fifty plus years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that song's over well, right? Yeah. 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 We yeah. just played. We just created a bunch of ambulance noises on the song. It's that's, really that's actually creative. how that track goes. So, I mean, what's the point? You don't have to. Play it now. Yeah, it's, uh, we just literally recorded an ambulance. That's what this song is. It's super creative. Um, anyway, uh, but that was a good sidebar. John, write that down. That's our next hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, how about we? Uh, was that kind of what you wanted? To, I mean, I'm sorry, I went off on a side tangent there, but it really struck me that that the happiness and then the underlying tones and all that's kind of a metaphor for life. You know, so. it's what a lot of our music does. That, and we didn't want music that just appealed to. It. SF soldiers or soldiers in general, everybody can listen to our music and and get something from it. That's awesome. And apply it. You can relate to it. You can relate to some of our songs that, you know, at first glance doesn't seem like they they're relatable. To, mm-hmm. But yeah. and everybody, you know, that is what's great about music. You know, everybody sees it a different way and feels it a different way. And right. you know, the lyrics could have been written about something completely different, but everybody has their own path and their own. Um, way of interpreting things so uh and this song is called forget everything right forget everything all right so we're gonna play uh forget everything by bones fork (coughs) 
You guys aren't. You know, damn you're, it, we got paid, sucked right? into that again. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so your careers will be over now that you're on my show. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks so much, the door. Thank you. You guys do have day jobs, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. Most of us, most of us do. Yeah, yeah that's right. No. Well, that's fantastic. Well, where were we, Frank? Forget before you rudely interrupted us. Even forget everything. Even that bones. That's right. We just heard. Uh, so, on a serious note, we just heard forget everything, and we talked uh, in depth about that. We did. Um, such a great uh, uh, story uh, telling song and, and has a lot of great uh, happiness and also underlying tones of real life there so that's that's great what about a, a second song that you'd like to talk about and kind of how that came about maybe the story about it okay well uh, I'll go uh, what's that song that we do that's uh, about the guy with the thing no <laughs> I love uh, where I need thing, to be the one thing uh, where I need to be and I got I'm going to be honest with you here. Uh, This made the list, if for no other reason, I mean, I love this song. I think we all love this song. But if for no other reason, then I want to hear John's solo. (laughs) (laughs) Got to hear John's guitar solo on this song. It is a, uh, I mean, Joe. I cry. I'm I'm serious. It brought tears to my eyes. when he was recording it, we were in the studio watching. Wow. I had to walk out, dude. Wow. Right on playback. So he had just uh, just tracked that solo. I don't know if we. I never told him. Yeah, I think. Did we tell him? Well, I think he I think was we just told him it was really Joey, good. Our, our uh, recording engineer at the time, uh, and I'm not sure you. When I say that. him, we're, we're talking about John, the guitarist. I don't. I think, yeah. Well, I, I think we just told you that it sounded really good. That was really awesome. Yeah. That's the nicest thing anybody ever said to me. <laughs> He's crying now. I told you we were going to cry on the show. Well, all the cry crying would oh, happen now. So you should change the name of the show to like Cry Guys busy? Crying. Guys <laughs> crying. <laughs> With Tony That's usually what happens when people bring in some guys uh, and make them cry. Podcast. That's right. No, to me, I mean, uh, so uh, this song was. Actually, the song, uh, you know, is rooted in uh, some of my own kind of difficulties that I was going through, um, and it's it's uh, that's what inspired it. Um, what I love about the song, I think we all as it didn't start out this way, but while we were recording, um, it just kept building and building. This song builds from the very beginning. Uh, to the very end, you know, uh, small beginning, huge end. Um, and that guitar solo, I'm serious about that. I mean, it just had, it's got this nostalgic feel, uh, you know, makes me think of, uh, you know, some of the greatest songs, in my opinion, that were ever written. Um, I, I love your guitar work on that, brother. It's a wonderful awesome. solo. Thank yeah. you, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. So it means a lot to me personally, uh, but definitely, you know, as we were mentioning before, it's it's one of those uh, songs that, you know, wherever you are uh, in your in your head or kind of in your life, like you can apply it to uh, whatever. It can be about whatever you need it to be about. Uh, it just happens to have been, you know, inspired by some of my own personal struggles. Mm-hmm. And it's called Where I Need to Be, is that right? Where I Need to Be. That's yeah. awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's what's why we all do music. I mean, play music and listen to music. It really can help us get through some dark times and 
there's a there's a song for every for happiness and there's a song for hard times and everything in between you know so i mean that's that's the beauty beauty of music for sure um so definitely uh you know let's let's listen to that one frank what do you think this is where i need to be by bones fork Do you guys have a website that you can get like 
that you can be found on? Do we? Yeah, let us know where we can. We. Yes. That was not Tony Barnes. Hey, you're not going to take my job. <laughs> Just kidding. What do you mean, you guys? <laughs> us guys. We, we guys. We do need to update that picture. Yeah, we do. Yeah, sure. man. Yeah, yeah, so where where can uh, we find you? <laughs> Facebook, right? I know you guys have a Facebook page, and this microphone keeps going up, and I don't know why it's doing that. But anyway. Um, I like the sounds. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, our website is bonesfork.com. Um, we are on all the social medias, really. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, maybe not all. Facebook, Instagram, gosh, I, we're even on LinkedIn, the Twilio, uh, the Twitter, you know, nice. all those. Yeah, the, 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 real we fans. are. We are on the Twitter. <laughs> um, you know, some of these are, are better maintained than than others. But uh, YouTube, Patreon, no Patreon. Yeah. All these no. these young young bucks. That's know, right. Yeah, I don't know what half these things are. Yeah. I don't know how to use my hands on those. What are we doing here? But yeah, but definitely you can find them. Am I on, forgetting anything? Oh, I mean, we just have like. The, the major the main uh, page too I mean the I didn't hear the website website yeah MySpace yeah Bones true. Fork if you just type in Bones Fork you'll get the kennel though that's not us yeah although we're not uh, the Bones Fork mean, kennel we like kennels yeah. we like we like animals. we like dogs but yeah, yeah we're no, we don't have a kennel huh. yeah okay there's no Bones Fork kennel I think there's I mean. a diner as well there's a Bones Fork cool. diner yeah we also they all have nice. more hits than us so when you <laughs> Google is you know, go like seven or eight down. <laughs> <laughs> We're Bones Forks. Bones Seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Google. The Googler. Uh, so on our website, though, uh, yeah, it, pretty yep. much uh, links to everything, all the social media platforms that we actually maintain. Um, yeah. Some photos, some videos, some previous interviews. Yeah. Uh, None better than this one. Oh, well, thank you. That's yeah. right. Wow. <laughs> I, told, that's right. I, I made sure he said that. That's a given. I mean, it's, no, yeah. Oh, so that's why he got paid? Uh, he <laughs> yeah, right. This show is about me, guys, not you. That's right. <laughs> uh, so uh, do you have any, because this show is not live, it'll be airing in about three weeks or so, but uh, do you have any dates? Uh, I know the holidays are kind of one of those where you take it off or you do play. I, I've been taking a lot off, but anything coming up on the schedule in December or your mid December ish, late December, January, New Year's? Uh, we don't currently have anything that's firm for the re- remainder of this year. Uh, typically, we kind of look at the the winter time as writing and recording season, mm-hmm. um, and then things will will pick back up again. You know, during the typical kind of live uh live gig season spring summer fall um so i think we probably will get a show or two in uh before the end of the year but definitely in 2023 we'll be picking it up a lot more okay and i did one want to talk about one more thing if that's all right um frank please don't crack the whip on me yet um it's done yeah i read i read (laughs) fart noises Uh, but anyway uh, you need to program the fart noise frank seriously Anyway, That's not a good fart. We were noise. told that was going to be done. <laughs> yeah. Right. Honestly, yeah. I, I'm yeah. not even sure why we're still here. I don't know right. either. I'm making promises and just can't deliver. Man. This is all your fault. Lord. 
Hey, Pilot, can we get a new producer in here, please? Can we really get somebody who knows what they're doing? Man. One with farts? <laughs> yes. How dare you not have fart noises? How dare you ex- from me? Because <laughs> everybody laughs at farts. It's an easy thing to get people laughing Frank's up. very stingy with the farts. Speaking of farts, Frank, seriously, you had to do that right now. Smells in here badly right now. Thanks, Frank. No. Sorry. Uh, anyway, um, I did read online uh, that uh, maybe tell us a little bit about Pineland. You guys wrote, is that correct? Did you write a little bit in in the Uwari Forest there? And is there a story that That's you right. can talk about? Maybe is that the first album or this newer album? Or it's this late, latest album. Uh, oh, okay. It's called Beautiful Circle. Um, to tie it back in with something else we talked about earlier, Bones Fork. For me, I mean, there are so many different reasons uh, we called it Beautiful Circle. But, you know, for John and I, um, you know, uh, I'll speak for myself. Being here, I started the Q course 30 years ago this year. And uh, so for me, it's kind of, you know, coming for full circle back here in the land of the pines, pine land. Uh, but for a different reason now, you know, uh, I still do, you know, I, I would consider the band, you know, my uh, my team. So just a different mission. So, um, yeah, Beautiful Circle was originally uh, like scratch tracks. We recorded out in a cabin in the middle of the Uwari National Forest, Pineland. And uh, gosh, I, we did about nine or ten songs there. Yes, and... Uh, a lot of them came to fruition there. Some of them we'd started before, but uh, the same technique we were talking about earlier, where we start jamming on something, and we had all day instead of having to go home at night and you know, go home and mow the lawn, whatever. We stayed at that cabin, drank stuff, ate stuff, and worked on music. And we'd knock off sometimes at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Awesome. Get up at eight o'clock and keep going. Very productive time. It sure but was. I, but I think it was the atmosphere too that the oh, land. We were out there in Pineland, and it was, it was very motivating. Yeah. And for the yeah. listeners, tell us a little bit about Pineland. It's the uh, similar to similar to Bones Fork sort of situation, right? I mean, it's a yeah, of- yeah. Another tie-in uh, with with uh, you know our our special forces history. Pineland is the and this is. Uh, readily available out there for anybody who would Google it. But uh, Pineland is the fictitious country that gets uh, overthrown, you know, two, three times a year uh, in the final culmination exercise for uh, Green Beret candidates. And, uh, man, it's it's actually, it's stunning. Uh, The degree to which the people all over North Carolina support this thing, you know, for nothing. Um, other than you know love of country and just support of the the army special forces so pineland uh is north carolina it's especially the backwoods in north carolina you are a national forest is yeah. a big part of pineland okay i can imagine that could be a real creative place too especially for you guys you experienced it years ago and here you are in a different setting and a different type of uh you know mission like you said that's and, right and I, I mean i can imagine uh, it reminds me of i think blind melon uh back in the day in the 90s i think i heard it somewhere in the mountains of north carolina or tennessee somewhere around there that they spent just so much time together um doing the same thing and then obviously some of the greatest songs that they ever writ- wrote were writ- written wrote were on that that future cd so that's it's, fantastic. A, it's a great technique and i i would love to do it again in the future for, 
future records. I think we really got creative out there and yeah. really accomplished a lot musically. Yeah, we did. That's awesome. I mean, so the fact that the, the title track of that album, Beautiful Circle, the song, it's uh, we wrote that. I mean, that didn't even exist when we went out there. We wrote that on the front porch of that cabin. And uh, it all just started out, uh, as, as was mentioned before, you know, John was kind of messing around with a riff. It turned into a jam. We typically ended our evenings there with like, okay, let's shake it out. We've been tracking all day long. Let's just play music. And uh, it was a jam that the next morning we woke up and it's like, man, I really like that last jam that we were doing. So uh, we kicked the next morning off with that jam and we literally wrote those all those lyrics and uh, this has got like it, 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 as many lyrics as all the rest of the songs on the album do combined but it's essentially just a a recounting of that week at the cabin it, we recorded on on the last day wow yeah based on a true story yeah oh totally <laughs> that's awesome man that's it gives me chills seriously because it reminds me a little bit about my writing i don't write nearly as much as i'd like to anymore it's kind of taking a back seat with me and kids and, and real estate and just all that i need to, i need to make it a priority again i miss it and so maybe i can get with you guys sometime man that would be fantastic dude that would be awesome i would love to get creative again write some stuff man um so yeah well uh, let's definitely plan that <laughs> let's do it yeah uh but anyway i, I think there's uh, a test there's a test at the end yeah there's no there's a test to get in <laughs> oh yeah that's right yeah I, yeah, I'm, I'm. You have to go through Bones Fork. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, you guys, I'm not, not going to write with you at night. <laughs> no. At night. At night. In darkness. No. That's right. We've, it's well documented now that I am. Uh, I don't want to say that word on the radio. <laughs> we'll just find the deer paths for you. Oh, you'll do that. Okay. I am uh, scared of many things: the dark, uh, trees at night. Uh, but not of tears. Just not tr- tears. No. Trees? Oh, there's plenty <laughs> yeah, of tears. Plenty of tears in Bones Fork too. I mean, you'll yeah. be right in there, man. The river runs deep with tears in Bones Fork. <laughs> that's right. Wow. That's that sounded like a. That's another song. Oh, that is. <laughs> yes. That's going to be a nice wow. one. Hey, Thank you very much, Tony. Credit? Thank you very much. Uh, we just did. We just, did uh, we no, just do no, that? No, but you'll be in the story when we tell it. That's, that's, that's right. That's. Uh, I'm going to write it down. There was this. Tony Barnes wrote himself into the Bones Fork. Never heard it. The river runs deep. (laughs) That's what's great about having a microphone. You can sound like a movie intro. (laughs) So dramatic. I love it. Yeah, you know, you won't catch me in Bones Fork. That's for sure. Thankfully, I don't have to do that. Um, But thank you very much for those that did volunteer to do that. Thank you, brother. A good ending here. Excuse me. Um, We've been we've had a great time here. I hope you guys you thought you were getting a professional interview, but uh, you know this was more laid back. So hopefully you enjoyed yourself and also. spread the word about bones forks music and, and they're a little bit about their stories i mean they all have a fantastic history and story and and we certainly appreciate um the ones that served and also uh you know uh, joe and uh yeah joe right felice right yes felice oh, yes. that's a fantastic last name thank you you know that i made it up myself yeah right <laughs> your, your, your mom Wait, did no, well no. felice right. no, my... it's so it's it's very uh What's the word? Italian? Uh, yes. Are you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. that's where the name comes from. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. My, my grandfather. Were you that's awesome. Came here. Exotic. To mine yes. coal. 
Yes, that's oh, he's an very exotic. exotic. Name. Is he? Is Joe, Joe's the exotic guy? That's why he's in the band. Joe Exotic. Joe exotic. <laughs> really? I knew that was going to. I was just like, oh no, not that. He actually owns a bunch of tigers. <laughs> How do you know it's that? Con- it's Kentucky, so it's like horses and. <laughs> Are we going to get sued now from Joe Exotic from jail? Most likely. Yeah, you think? He's ready to sue anybody with yeah. any with any luck. Yeah, yeah I mean. exactly. Right. So, that's well, hopefully those tigers are well taken care of. Fortunately, you got this expensive microphone set up here to, uh, <laughs> you know, be sued for. That's right. Yeah, right. And provide lots of money. They're going to take everything from us, right? <laughs> Which is nothing, <laughs> literally nothing. <laughs> oh, I like your setup here, man. <laughs> I do too. It's uh, we actually have an nice. uh, an Anna Elsa uh, karaoke machine. We just cut the music off out of it. And yeah, that's actually what these play. It doesn't go out. I just put it on the Anna and Elsa yeah. machine let it go. and uh, let people in the office listen to it. So if you guys want to hear the podcast, yeah. come on by <laughs> and we'll toss it. We'll toss the cartridge in. If you want to hear some real music, uh, listen to Frozen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Just kidding. All right. We'll that. Is it like an eight track? <laughs> put it in the A-track player. <laughs> anyway, I have, uh, click it to the right number. Yeah, I've 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 been rambling on, but uh, very much. We never know how to end these things, guys. I'm sorry. I can seriously talk to you all for like all day well, long. So. My grandpa Same here. If, if you talked to my grandpa back in the day on the phone when he went to line it up. You'd be talking to him. You'd just say, "Well, bye, buddy," well, b- <laughs> and, 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 hang, and hang up. Yeah, done. Well, my granddaughter would do the same thing. You'd be talking, fine, fine. You'd be like, "All right, bye." I gotta go. You're talking You're way too much. Bye until I was like, "Okay, bye." That's not a bad thing. That's well, bye, buddy. Great. I guess. I mean, we always laughed about it, but you felt like you know. I love you, Grandpa. <laughs> it takes me five minutes. To go too bad I only hear that. Into a into a dial tone. Yeah. At least he didn't pull up. Well, bye. Hey, man, you know what I can't stand? What's that, Grandpa? <laughs> Click. <laughs> well, hey, your all's families are more traumatic than mine. <laughs> we, we talk about trauma here at uh, More or Less. Uh, anyway. More tears. Yeah. Hey, can I steal that from your grandfather? Can, I, can that be our sign off every time? I, I don't think he patented it. Well, from all of us here. <laughs> So here's, uh, thank you very much again to Bones Fork uh, for being here with us, uh, taking time out of your day to be here. It's been a fantastic time talking to you. Hopefully we can do it again maybe next year. Uh, Write a song that I already have credit for uh, here in a second. And uh, I'm going to shut up. It's uh, Frank Daniels, executive producer. Thank you so much, even though you barely had a microphone and nobody really knows and cares uh, that you didn't. Uh, But anyway, we'll buy Buddy. Officially by Buddy from from Bones Fork here at the uh, Pilot Newspaper Pilot Studios. We'll see you next time, San Diego. Bye, buddy. Bye, Bye, buddy. You do love to grab the mic. (laughs) Bye, buddy. Well. Hey, except he had had that Hazard (laughs) Kentucky accent. Well, bye, buddy.